Today, we're talking about shadow sides. We dive into the dark parts of ourselves that we often keep suppressed and don't talk about. We're going to unveil ours today. I hope you're ready. This is 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kaya. We hope you're sitting comfortably because this is about to get uncomfortable. What? You wait until it's like ready to go and then you take your drink. Yeah, he said silence. I don't fucking drink no, silence. Five seconds of silence. Yeah. So then I waited five seconds and then drank my drink. Oh, what you were that first? Well, you what are you calling me out for it? You're calling me out for it. What's your drink? Cherry tea green. Cherry. What was that saying then? Yeah, I couldn't. I don't know. I was, cherry. I thought. You, I thought cherry. You just, I thought you misread chai. No. I thought. No. Do you know what? We should have sent a memo today. Who do? Each other. Why? Oh, about the cap. About the caps. Yeah, we'll get shit for that online. Yeah, that's all right. I can handle it now. <laughs> yeah, you're fully strong, man. You've been through your baptism yeah, of fire exactly, now. Exactly. I, I, I say, bring it on. You know, in the early days of. Um, me and Chris doing consulting work, we sort of felt like we needed to be professional. Well, I certainly did, yeah? Mm. So I used to, uh, my, my uniform was jeans, yeah, V-neck sweater, yeah, and a shirt. Yeah, always, yeah. Yeah, standard. Yeah, to look professional, yeah. Yeah, but Chris and I sometimes would run workshops, but we wouldn't like say, hey, what are you wearing? So then we'd come in with the same, like, same jumper, because I started shopping at Uniqlo and then he started shopping at Uniqlo. Yeah. And then we came in with the same outfit a few times. I was like, nah, I've got to change up my look. <laughs> that was What's your start- excuse for what you're wearing now? Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> um, how are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. You know, the side of your shirt is matching the ink on your body. Like, is that intentional? What do you mean? Say that. What do you mean? What this? Well, it just looks like it's all like camouflaged in. Like, it's like you've done it intentionally. No, mate. No, I've just got a unique style. Unique. You could call it that. <laughs> nah, I can't believe you're wearing shorts, man, in, in February. Oh, Mate, I'm always in shorts. You I'm know I'm always in I've shorts. Only ever, I've only ever seen one other guy in shorts there, and he was going to the gym. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm always in shorts, mate. I don't like trousers. I don't like clothes. Do you know what I fucking hate about... You would walk around naked in the streets of London if you could, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But Why? Because, what? Why? I get when I have to wear a coat, like a proper coat... I get bad shoulders because you're all fucking like, I hate it. I hate the feel of it on my neck. I hate it. I'd rather be cold. You don't like layers? No. I like layers. No, I like even like a jumper. I mean, I'll, I'll wear it if I have to, but I don't like it, man. Like stuff like sleeves on my arms and that. Oh, you're all, always in character. I'm just carrying too much baggage. It's nothing to do with it. I just don't like the feeling of it. So if I wear a jumper like that, I always end up pulling the sleeves up and then I hate the fact that the fucking thing's on your arm there. So I just rather wear a t-shirt. Okay. You're when like, you know, a bit of growth and you'll be able to be yourself, mate. <laughs> You're talking about physical growth, is it? Um how how like we're f- we're in February, man. That's mad, isn't it? I know, man. And things have like really kicked off for me now. So I like had a bit of a chilled January and now it's like, I'm back fully at it, fully at it. My first few weeks of January were 
gentle. Last week was chaos. Yeah, I you could d- tell. You could tell, couldn't you? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like worried. You were like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, man. Right, but yeah, it was mad. Like, I didn't, you know, like I talked a lot about, oh, my word of the year and I've started the year so well and I was all smug and then it got battered last yeah, year. Yeah, I think that probably happens every single year. In, you should what, just, what, with like, me or with, with everyone? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. actually am surprised at how, like, serious people take it at the beginning of the year. Oh, what, the New Year's resolutions and all that? Just all of it, yeah, because I'm just like, you ain't gonna fucking stick to that offer. I, I think I will. The rest of your life? I think it's about how you bounce back. What do you mean by that? So last week was crazy because it it it, it was very there was time pressured elements that like weren't expected, right? Which is always gonna happen. Yeah. But like what I would have done in the past is if I'd had to work late, which I did last week, I would go, all right, well I've I've lost out on social time or entertainment time or whatever. So what I'd do is I'd Either watch something late and then have that knock-on effect, you know, where I'd sleep later and stuff like that. So even in those moments where I had to work late and my brain was fried and I needed to calm down, I didn't just go, oh, let me just go and scroll or let me go and watch something. I actually just went, okay, let me go back to the thing that I'd been doing, which is go to bed, put charge the phone away from me, read, sit yeah. on my brain, have a good night's sleep. So those things I kept doing. And then this week, it's busy, not as busy, and it's just important just to kind of try and get that balance in. It's like someone said, I think it's James Clear, he said, don't make one day two bad days. Yeah. So that if you take that principle, you go, all right, well, let's not make last week the new normal for Jan- for 2024. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, man. And there is going to be like moments where it's going to get busy and crazy and hectic again, and I know that, but I think the reason so many sort of resolutions fail is because it's that first sign of friction. People go, oh, fuck this. I can't Yeah. And so you have to almost understand why you're doing it and then and then decide what you want to take next. For me, word of the year is very, very important. So if I let it slide in the third week of January, then I, I can't use it. But funny thing is I use it with all my coaching clients as well. So then that- <laughs> You can't sit on here and say it's all bollocks. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no. Um, I'm a fucking free spirit, mate. I'm too, it, like when I like, I like the idea, the concept, chair, yeah, and I like, like, you know, the idea of resonating with a word and then, like, leaning into it and coming from it. But anything like that for me starts to just feel too restricting. Yeah. And I like to just be, like, on a bit of a day-to-day. Let's see where we go today. I, I think it's more about intention than it is the word. The word is just a thing that you- Yeah, it's like an energy. I know it's, it's, I know it's a word, yeah. but it's like an energy, yeah. isn't it, right? And it's like, what do I want to be and how am I going to lean yeah. into this? And how do I like use that to like, no, I get it. I get it, but- um, Most people aren't like you though, right? Like they haven't done the work. They can't, you know what I mean? Like we'll get into some of that today. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how much of it's the work and how much of it's just like, who I am. No, but I do think the two are interlinked, yeah. I think they're interlinked. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably You've been right. working on yourself for 13 years. Yeah. More, maybe. Yeah. Thinking You were thinking about it before you probably started doing it. Yeah. As a lot of people are. They're just so caught up in the moment, in the day-to-day they're in versus on the business, right? Or, yeah. So they're just, there's like, sometimes you just need that, like, that word that sort of jolts you. 
yeah or kind of reminds you yeah no it works I think for some people it doesn't work for everyone yeah well everyone's different that's the thing isn't yeah. it that's the thing definitely um so like i said january's gone dusted finished over what was your biggest challenge last month I think the biggest challenge was that, like, I, I knew, I know this, so I've got a bit of, like, a funny year, really, in that it's all, like, the engines are firing up now, and I just know that it's coming, yeah? There's some big stuff coming this year. And so I wanted to, like, um, take January, like, ease into it mm. and use it wisely. And I didn't struggle to do that. I found that really easy, yeah, um, because of where I'm at. But... <clears throat> Like on an internal personal level, the biggest challenge with that is like being okay with that. You know, not thinking fucking, I'm not working, I'm not working, I'm gonna fall behind, I'm not doing, like I'm not good enough, I should be working harder and all of that sort of stuff. So I think there was like, there's that, that one challenge that I've had, but then the, I guess the second challenge is I posted something yesterday that I saw that I thought really summed me up with where I'm at in my life at the moment. And it said I jumped between um, wanting to post loads of content hmm. and wanting to keep my whole life a secret. Yeah. And I'm fucking very much yeah. in that place at the moment, you know, because as I notice things, like I played football, right? Listen to this, yeah. I played football Saturday, right? Uh, and I've dropped down a level... And it's no secret on here what I'm like when I play football. We'll probably talk about that, actually, when we talk about what we're going to get into today. But I'm a bit of a nightmare. I ended up getting sent off on Saturday. Did you? In, yeah, in the last minute. I haven't been sent off for a few years. Oh. And it was for nothing, really. But to, like a few minutes into the game, one of the players has said, you're, fu you're a fucking mental health advocate and you're acting like this on the football pitch. And it was like, it got me a bit because I was like, oh, I'm having that thrown at me on the foot. That's never happened before. Uh, really? Is that the first time? Yeah, it happens with players that I know. When I used to play at the other level that I played at, you sort of all know each So everybody knew it. So it happened on a, like, with slightly older lads that I knew. So there's this thing that's happened in football. Anyone my sort of age and maybe 30 or older is from, like, a, an era where you were taught to go out and wind each other up. Yeah. Like that was part of football. Yeah. yeah. And then you all shake hands afterwards yeah, and yeah, everything's yeah. fine. And yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. And so there's a, like, when you're playing at that higher level, people understand that when you drop down a level now, you, you, you often play in teams where there's a lot of mates and they don't understand that side right. of football. Right. Uh, so, so I've they never take had- it more serious. Uh? They take like- It's not that they take it more serious. It's more that like, they're just out having a bit of fun and- they're not there for the whole, like I've never been that good a football player, right? I'm not very good at football with the ball at my feet. So I've always made up for it by being an intimidating center half. Right. Anyway, so I got that shit and then I woke up on Sunday morning and one of them's come for me on Instagram, isn't he? Oh, on Instagram. Yeah, so like he's on my, he's, he's, on, he's commented on one of my things and it said, it was like 3 a.m. in the morning that he'd done it. And it said, um, does the way that you are on the football pitch make you feel better about making these videos? Of course, he's probably off his nut, isn't he? What he means is, does making these videos make you feel better about... Yeah. And I left it, and then I fucking bit, didn't I? Uh, I couldn't leave it. So I went back and was like, I think you mean this. And I was like, it's, it's well known what I'm like on a football pitch. Um, I was like, we all shook hands afterwards, and, and, and then we left it. But he would, And then he went again, and then I came back with something, and I'd bit by then. Mm. 
Then he's like fighting young kids on a football pitch. You should be ashamed of yourself. Because I ain't fighting no one, right? That's not what's, that's not what's happened at all. Uh, so in the end, I had, to, I had to block him because it was fucking... <laughs> I was making myself look like a twat because I was get, better you're getting in, a bit bitey. And point, then I was yeah. trying to be narky, right. trying to make him look stupid. Yeah. Um, and then like you reflect on that and you think, I fucking don't need that. I don't want that. I don't want like... Just because I post videos about like what I do, it don't mean... And we're going to talk about this today. It doesn't yep. mean that I'm fucking... Flaw, like faultless flawless. or flawless yeah, yeah. yeah not that being like I am on a football pitch and again we'll talk about that it, it yeah. is flawless actually yeah. but anyway you're flawless on the football pitch is that what you're saying no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like that uh, I am flawless centre half yeah I'm the best centre half in Swindon <laughs> as long as you don't take footballing into account I'm not the best centre half yeah. in Swindon um, alright I got what another, about you mate? yeah I got another question but I'll go with my, my biggest challenge you know my biggest challenge I was thinking about it was um, not being a control freak in January. Because yeah. you know I'm a control freak, right? Yeah. And I need to be involved in everything. And uh, the negative impact of that is that uh, is that me needing to be involved in everything up to this year meant that I was just kept letting people down. I was just not kind of doing the things I, I needed to do just because I was spinning too many plates. So then I started this year, as I said, with a different intent. Um, not being involved in everything that I would normally be involved in and having an opinion, but trying to bite my lip and not be involved or not get stuck in, not attend certain meetings, even things like booking my own meetings, which I would normally do. I've sort of asked somebody else to help me out, which is feels weird because it takes a bit longer yeah. than you would do yourself. And then I'm sort of going, well, what's going on? Yeah. You know? But actually, you've got to trust the process, as I've realised, and people have got your back. And the minute you go, oh, people have got my back and it will be fine, you relax a bit. But that moment of me doing the transition, I found that quite difficult. Just sounds quite trivial, right? When you say it out loud, it's like, it, but for me, that's like, you know, 40, almost 45 years of be controlling my own destiny. Yeah. And cr creating my own safety, mm. you know, managing my own reputation. So to, to do that um, in January, just, took a little bit something from me because you just have to step back and trust people. Mm. And it's not that I don't trust people, it's just I feel like <laughs> I'll trust you if I'm involved. Yeah. I mean? And I just, I don't need that, you know. When you say, you say it's not like you don't trust people. Yeah. No, 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 it's not, it's not as though I don't trust people, I do. Do you though? I do, Because yeah. that's, like, because I, I don't. Do. Yeah, I do, I do, and, and, I think I trust people inherently first until right. they lose my trust. Yeah. Um, but I'm impatient and that's the problem. Yeah. I'm fucking impatient and that's my problem. Yeah. So I want people to, my, my brain moves very quickly and I want people to be there. But actually when I think about the way I communicate sometimes, it's a bit um, all over the place in that I'm sort of, I've formed a thought already and I've only started to communicate it halfway yeah. into the journey of doing whatever needs yeah. to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to realise that people will go, what? What do you mean? Like, what are we talking about now? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Because I'd already done the... Yeah, that must be hard, man. It's a bit like I was listening to a manager, football manager. I can't remember who it was, but uh, I'll tell you it was. Kevin Nolan. 
He's just started managing. So he played Premier League. Yeah. He started managing in the conference. Has he? So I think he's at Hartlepool. Oh. And they were asking him, what's it like managing people that are nowhere near the same? The ability that you are and that you've played at. Yeah. And he's like, you have to come and meet people where they're at with what you want them to do rather than think wanting them to be able to come right up to where you are. That's brilliant. So you can get them there. You can get, you can, sorry, not necessarily to that level, but you can Not in football, go on but that's, that, that's where the metaphor stops. Because I think in, in a lot of ways with what you're doing, you really can, if you come down to their level and sort of, not their level, if you come down to the, to the space that they're in and hold their hand a little bit, then you can actually get them into the space that you're in, can't you? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's an interesting take on football as well. Because if you look at um, what Alonso's done at Leverkusen, right? Yeah. Like he took them from pretty much... Um, around the bottom of the Bundesliga. And actually he met them at their level, which is they needed to just sort their defence out and play out from the back, you know, and rather than a lot of new managers want to kind of play this really, you know, if he's been at Real Madrid or Bayern, yeah. you know, Liverpool, he wants to play this attractive front-footed football, but actually sometimes you just got to go, where, where am I now? What do we need to do? And then mm. he's, he's taking them to the top of the league. Oh, I notice you're bum-licking him already. Me, I'm... I'm <laughs> Jabby was probably one of my favourite Liverpool players. Of, like, you, Do you know what's era. interesting about Klopp, by the way, just very quickly, is um, I don't know if this is a male-orientated thing, but I do think it's interesting that he's come out and said, I need a, I need a break, basically. And yeah. mentally, yeah. Uh, it's too much and yeah. I need to take a step back. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting how people are really struggling to take that as the truth. That a man like him would go, would would have enough self-awareness and are knowledge they? of himself. Are they? Every time I look in the press, it's, is this the real reasons Klopp leaving? Mm. Is this another, is this the real reason? Um, here's one of the takes and one of the theories oh. on what might, what it might really be. Yeah. See, the thing is, I, I haven't even gone anywhere near those, like, but I, I can imagine. It's everywhere in the press, yeah. Like, people don't seem to want to accept that he's just had enough. It, the way they that he talks about it, it, you, you, it definitely resonates as a sort of a founder, business owner, right? It's relentless, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of job, I mean, it's very different level, right? Like that is relentless energy consumption, like press conferences, yeah. Europe, blah, 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 blah. And he's fully Constant. in it. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. He's yeah. fully, fully in yeah. it, man. Um, all right. What? So right now, in this moment, as I ask it, because I know I shared the question with you um, earlier, but what are you grateful for right now in this moment in your life? Uh, but the Because the answer's like... Um, I think it's like a cheesy answer that I've given. Don't worry lot. about it, man. I'm going to say my inner circle. And by that, I mean like my family and friends. Like that's been, that's never been as true as in the last couple of months. Like, you know, my, the people that are close to me, that know all of me um, and still see me and support me through all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I don't want a fake answer. You know what I mean? And like, we don't need to worry about like, are we just giving the same? People know what we're about. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's 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 true, man. It's true. You know, as what I'm doing continues to sort of evolve and expand and stuff, um, I need my inner circle to be tighter than it's ever been, really. Yeah. Definitely. And that's yeah, that's been so. That's yeah. that's my simple answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Families obviously was a place that I immediately go to. Yeah, and I feel it more 
now at the moment because of sort of the, you know what I'm trying to do around focus and attention and being present. But actually, what I'm most grateful for right now in this moment is is mindfulness. Okay, um, I've definitely been uh, for for a few different reasons. I've been more uh, aware of what's going on in my mind and what's going on in my body than I have for a long time. Like I, you've probably said to me loads of times, like you need to you need to do the work. Yeah, I, I run at a really fast paced pace. Metaphorically, I don't actually run that fast. <laughs> Not that bad. Um, but, um, you know, doing the work that I started at the beginning of this year, at the end of last year, it's just made me much more conscious about when I am being who I want to be and when I'm not being who I want to be. Yeah. But also even things like, um, so I've been, I've been looking into like, uh, like, you know, like the way, like my, my feet, I've got like, I've got a, uh, pronation which is like flat feet basically right have you yeah yeah <laughs> why is that funny you're just imagining slabs now isn't it yeah um anyway but um and, and they're just like as i'm getting older you just kind of you're more aware of it like and so i i sort of i went to see somebody um and he made me these special like insoles and stuff like what that. does your whole foot just touch the floor when yeah does it? <laughs> yeah pretty much i don't really have a it's called a fallen arch well it's just flat it's, quite, it's quite common it's quite common it's just flat Pretty much. And what happens? Why I find that so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens is your sort of ankles sort of they sort of curve inwards. Anyway, the point is, and this is a really boring story. Basically, um the thing with those insoles is your it, it sort of fakes you into thinking that your feet are getting better, right? Yeah. So I'm like, that's okay for now. But when I'm like when I'm trying to do what I wanna do. Uh, and live for the next 40, 50 years, that's not gonna help me. So it, it um, so what I have decided to do is just actually do the work just to kind of strengthen, yeah. strengthen the feet. But what that means is every step I've taken or I've been taking since then is very mindful because I'm, I'm trying to do the right step as I'm going. What, as in do, you know, the full... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, make sure that you're sort of touching with, the, you know, your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right? But when you're trying to be mindful about something, it makes ev you mindful about everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, normally I'll be walking up like, to sh just get music on, get to the office, get to where I'm going, walk through London. Yeah. Now I'm just sort of taking everything in. Yeah. And it's changed my perspective on so many other things. Yeah, that's what mindfulness, that's the big misconception about mindfulness, yeah. isn't it, right? People think mindfulness is sitting still, closing your eyes and listening to your, yeah. you know, or becoming, yeah. actually people think mindfulness in a lot of cases is mindlessness. They think that you're supposed to yeah. sit there and zone out. Yeah. Zone out. Yeah. Being mindful is exactly that, isn't it? It's like, I literally, I'm walking, as I walk, my feet are pressing on the floor like this. That's mindfulness, yeah. And then what am I aware of? What am I picking up? What am I alert to? Yeah. And so that's then just made me consider other things that I had I, I wasn't paying attention to. Yeah. And I'm grateful because when you, you know, when you're running around a lot and you've got a busy year and you've got busy, you know, uh, family commitments, all that sort of stuff and work, you need these little moments actually. And, and and so the final piece on it is why I'm so grateful is it feels like I'm now in charge of my day rather than my day being in charge of me. Mm. It's interesting that that's come out of, the, out of the mindfulness as well because 
though you put it down to your busyness a couple of times then, I'm busy, when you've got a busy family life and a busy working life, you need them moments. It's not the busy family life and the busy working life that's the problem, it's the lack of the moments. And the lack of the moments are because of the device, isn't it? Mm. Mostly. Oh yeah. I see a comedian that said, oh, everyone's talking about mindfulness now. And he's like, 20 years ago, you never heard the word. And he was like, do you know why? Because half the fucking day, you didn't have a choice but to be mindful. Yeah. Because you didn't have headphones, you didn't have phone, you didn't have camera. So when we left here and I said goodbye to you, from here to the train to home, I'd have to be mindful, yeah. almost, because I because there was nothing, there's no device. Yeah. And the devices have changed everything on the, in, in that sense, man. And it is so true that the creativity and all of your best work comes through creating moments of mindfulness. No yeah. doubt about that. 100%. Man. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what I'm most grateful for Sick. at the moment. Um, well, you've been banging on about the fact that uh, I don't spend much time with you these days because I'm so busy. Not yeah. paying you. Oh, because your words attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so considering like we're two distant friends these days, <laughs> I thought I'd. We've got, a long, we've got I, a long distance relationship. Yeah. I thought I'd bring you some icebreakers. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, so to reintroduce us. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just got a random bunch of questions. Have you got answers to them as well? Yeah. All right. What, Let's do them quick one. fire then. Yeah? Okay, quick. If you were a wrestler, what would your entrance theme song be? Well, it would be the same as if I was a boxer. Okay, well. Which well, is um, Turn the Page, The Streets. Uh, do you know the tune? I can imagine yeah. myself at the front yeah, doing that's that. A, yeah. That's the tune, man. Yeah, that's Leah come up with that and I can't get away from it. It's big. Yeah, that's good. What would yours be then? Well, I would think I'm, I'm going to stick with wrestling, right? So I'm thinking because then I can just discard my hip hop vibes because yeah. I reckon there's like metalers and you know you know the types yeah. that like wrestling, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know the you types know, that like types, wrestling, yeah. yeah. All right, big hot dogs and that. Um, the Pretender, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Okay. Is that a bit? What would you wear, mate, as a wrestler? Would you be like Ultimate Warrior? What do you mean, like? Do you mean like what, like time? Just like, pants and tassels, tassels around the arms there, and tassels around the top of the legs, and just a pair of pants, bit face paint. Do I reckon, who I reckon, I reckon you would be. Don't say the Undertaker. Papa Shango. Oh come on, man. <laughs> no, I think I. Do got you remember it. Papa Shango? Yeah, I do. Oh, don't get me started on wrestling. No, I don't want to, because last time you did this, you monologued <laughs> for 20 minutes, mate. You sent all our listeners to sleep. I would be like the Legion of Doom, actually. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See? Or, stop, stop, stop. Do you, know the, do you remember stop. the Bushwhackers? Okay. Yes. Luke and Butch, I'd yeah. be them. <laughs> Heart Foundation. All right, stop. Stop. Okay. All right. It's funny, you went on a monologue last time. I love wrestling, mate. Yeah, I'm going to start a wrestling stop. podcast. Oh, that'd be good. That would do well on TikTok, mate. It would. You should do it. Fuck. You just had a little light bulb moment. Yeah, mate. I actually saw yeah. it. Yeah. This is the last light 115 up. miles episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, ha oh, that's a boring one. Have you ever been... Uh, I like oh, the emoji one. Oh dear, okay. What's your most... Why, uh, that's not boring. Okay. What's your most used emoji? That one. Oh, is it? I think so, I yeah. You need to describe it. And there's two reasons no, why I use that one. It. So he's like shrugging his shoulders and going... I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I think I use that most because I'm yeah. normally just taking the piss out of someone. Yeah. So then I put that on the end oh, as if yeah. to say, yeah. I said what I said. Yeah. 
or because mostly in life, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, 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 it's good. Yeah, yeah. or the eyes. Oh, the side eyes. That's yeah, which one. is again, yeah. like normally when I'm, yeah. I've made like a, a, um, a comment about someone that's a little bit, um, fucking, what's the word? Uh, sarcastic. Mm. Uh, the one I use a lot is the, is the thank you. The two hands. Yeah, so but so you know something. It's two, it's that's high. When you you won't be able to unsee this, right? But I used to think it's two hands going thank you, right? Yeah, praying, but it's not, it's not is it? It's two, high. It's, it's two, two hands, hands high fiving. Yeah, I, it's praying hands in my eyes. Yeah, I do the praying hands. Yeah, it's also thank you. Yeah, I, I give so much wisdom. People always say so good. Go, <laughs> yeah. And do you know what else I used to use a lot? What? I used to think it was cool, but it's not. You know when you want to say 100%, but instead of saying 100%, I used the red 100. Oh, no, I still do that. That's, I know. that's cool, mate. I know it is, but I was yeah. trying hard. Like your phone, my phone changes when if I write 100, it puts that. And I'm like, yeah, go on then. Stop. Press it. Because your iPhone yeah. offers them, innit? It's yeah. like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, I feel like that today. Yeah. What yeah. about the aubergine? Do you use that one? <laughs> no, do you? <laughs> what context do you use? I like aubergine. aubergine. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I had aubergine yesterday actually. What how did how was it cooked? Uh, uh f I went to a flat iron yesterday. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. Without me. Yeah. It's very nice, mate. What do you have aubergine wise? I don't know. Was it pureed or was it uh, grilled? It's like brown and mushy. Okay. <laughs> uh it's fucking nice. If you could choose anyone from history to be your imaginary friend. Who would it be and why? Anyone from Sid Vicious and would just go out in a fucking burning blaze of drugs and rock and roll. I'd have um, a different person, but for similar reasons. Who? Hunter S. Thompson. Who's Do you that? know him? No. Oh, okay. Who's it? Well, explain what? him then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hunter Thompson. Do you ever see the film Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Yeah. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, he yeah. was like a, a Rolling Stone correspondent and he just used to... Honestly, man. Yeah, he'd mate. Get off his nut. He'd Anyone nut. like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sid Vicious, Alan Watts. Yeah. Do you know who he is? Like a philosopher guy. I'd do him. Maybe Kurt you'd Cobain. Do it, would you? But me and <laughs> grow up, mate. Sorry. Um, or Kurt Cobain. But I think me and Kurt Cobain would end up just in a room in cardigans, singing really like like depressing songs together. There's a wicked picture I saw the other day of Kurt. Cob it must have been at some award show. Kurt Cobain. Snoop Dogg, where Snoop Dogg was looking quite young. Yeah. Because he would have been, right? And Dr. Dre. It was, it was wicked, man. They were just what, hanging out. Together? Yeah, just hanging out. Wow. Tupac would be another good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd just go around the block shooting people, innit? And also just... Tupac him, or Biggie? Have just we done be that? Biggie. Tupac or Biggie? Have we done that? Biggie for me. No. I know. I know. I know it's polarising. Why do you think it's Biggie? I'm not going into it now, yeah. but that's musical arrogance. That's the only reason you say Biggie. It's because it makes I have to try and make you seem like you're deeper. Oh yeah, but Biggie's got better flow or whatever. It's bullshit. Lyrically, poetically, he's fucking not even close to Tupac. He couldn't even lace Tupac's boots if he wore them. Oh, so am I allowed to have an opinion or not? No. Fuck you. It's Biggie. You know why? Why? Better you haven't flow. even got a fucking reason. Better flow. He hasn't got better flow. He hasn't. More intellectual. Um, what, lyrically? Can no, you tell me lyrically? I know. I know. Just, like, I liked his tunes better, man. Better bangers. Shut up. I'm fucking... You would have such a sh crappy party as well. You'd play some deep, mellow, shitty music. I'd play the bangers. Yeah. Yeah. I was a DJ, you know. 
Um, would you uh, rather travel back in time to meet your ancestors? Or yeah, that was future, that was a very purposeful yeah. watch look. Or future I just to did, meet yeah. your descendants. Come on. So, would I rather go back in time to meet my ancestors, or in the future to meet your? Uh, to the future to meet your descendants. Depends which part of me you're asking. Part of me would like to go just back. asking you now. Part of me would like to go back to my ancestors because they're all just pissheads and just, again, go out in a blaze of glory. But now that I've put a fork in the road and changed the trajectory because I'm a cycle breaker, yeah. if I went forward, like, it's probably going to be change makers and people changing the world. And it depends what part of me you ask as to which one of them yeah. is more appealing to me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a proper like back to the future like kind of story, isn't it? Like, yeah. You see, yeah, because I would, I think I'd go into the future. The past is done, man. It's done, right? I go yeah. into the future, and if they're like cool and nice and good people and doing well, I'll be alright. But if, yeah, if, I think they would be, mate. I they, think your descendants will be doing well. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. But if they're not, I'd come back and I'd change things up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, to nah, that would ruin your life, innit? Would seeing the future ruin your life? Yeah, totally. You can't unsee it. If I told you now that I could um, hit press a button and find out when you'll die, would you want to know? No. No. Be hard not to, though, innit? Like if I said, look, I can, I can find out for you right now. It'd be hard to go. It'd be hard to go. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I'm thinking about this as logically as I can, right? Yeah. The minute you know, that's it. Your, li your life's done. If you don't know, then you just got to, but, but you, it, bring, it brings your consciousness to the fact that you're gonna die, so you might as well enjoy your life from that point onwards. Yeah. If you know, I'm gonna, if you know you're gonna die in six weeks, then that's it, you're on that countdown. But then maybe it pushes you to do more stuff. And you know the worst thing about it? What? This is where my mind goes. What? I wouldn't want to know, because if I've still got 40 years left, that's a fucking long old time. <laughs> oh, yeah, imagine that. That tells you how my head yeah. works, yeah? yeah? I'm not like, well, because I might find out yeah. it's only going to be six yeah. weeks. In some ways, I'd carry on living my life the way that I am now, yeah? Because I have to live a bit day to day, because the idea that I'm going to live till I'm 80, and I've got another 50 years at this, is uncomprehendable and makes me think oh, there's no point because it's fucking too much. That's an insight I, I, to my I mind, mate. It shows how, whilst we're really similar, we're very different in many ways. Yeah. I'm looking at that going, I haven't really haven't done as much as I want to. That's when I want to do it. So I'm yeah. going to pack the enjoyment in. Don't get me wrong. There's more than one part of me, yeah? So there's obviously the part of me that wants to live as long as I can, see my oh, yeah, children yeah, grow up yeah. and all that sort of stuff. To but there's like another- Game changers and- Yeah, because, um, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there is that other part of me that's like, uh, 40 years, fucking hell, these 36 of 37 have been yeah. hard enough. Yeah. I just realized we've been chatting shit for 40 minutes. So let's get into yeah. it. We did fucking 35 on your flat feet. <laughs> By the way, I can <laughs> laugh and diss feet because I, nobody's got as bad oh, feet as me. It's quite common as well. It's not like only Hass has got flat feet in the world. <laughs> um, so listen, I'm gonna try and make it serious now. Oh, yeah, let's go. I wanna talk about um, our shadow sides. Yeah. Right? And we started talking about this a little bit um, before we come into the room today, but, and at the beginning of the conversation. But um, everyone, I think, everyone in the world has shadow sides, right? Mm -hmm. 
Is it plural or is it is it the is it the collective? Is it uh, is it the shadow side or shadow sides or does it not matter? I think what I'll say before we start talking about it is what we're going to be going on to be talking about is 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 concepts. So you can call it whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you think. Yeah. So I think the term was correct me if I'm wrong here was was coined by Carl Jung. Yeah, so he was like the original... The the Godfathers. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. He says, The shadow is a moral problem that challenges the whole ego, personality, for no one can become conscious of the shadow without considerable moral effort. To become conscious of it involves recognising the dark aspects of the personality as present and real. This act is the essential condition for any kind of self-knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Like, just unpack that and then unpack what you think is what is meant by shadow side. So I think in the end, what you have to understand is that there's there's more than one part of yourself, right? And um, anyone, I think this is why when somebody's too steadfast in certain things, I think they're not thinking hard enough because everything in the end should become one big contradiction because you should understand that there's loads of different parts of yourself and it depends which part you want to resonate with and which part you want to present to people now at some level most people know that they have a shadow self the difference between the difference of me and you and the average person from a toxic horrible person like the person I talk about is the fact that we recognize that we shouldn't say, do, or be certain things because it's not nice and doesn't help the world, yeah? A toxic person has no self-reflection whatsoever and so just bees whatever they need in the moment to be able to get through. So, like, judgment, for example, is a good one, yeah? Everybody says be non- non-judgmental. What they actually mean is don't act on your judgment. Don't vocalize it. Yeah. 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 And then, And then... You have to real, and then the more that you become aware, the more that you realize that these shadow parts exist. And I think the the key thing with them is as well, is if you don't recognize them, then they're controlling you rather than you having control over. So them. we're gonna unpack that a little bit because I think that's 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 quite a broad concept for people. Yeah. to Kind of uh, get their head around. But what I will say is, to, it sounds like it could be even a bigger challenge um, when you consider external kind of factors and influences, right? So you might have your shadow parts. Mm-hmm. You might be judgmental. You might be, you might snap. You might have a um, a short fuse, whatever those things are. You know, you might be full of ego, you know, all those sorts of things. That's kind of the internal parts of you that show up that you try and suppress. So it's about what you sort of suppress and keep out because you're kind of ashamed of it. You don't like it showing up in the world because you think it's going to have a potential detrimental impact, right? Mm-hmm. So you got maybe, let's say you got a number of these at any given time is what you're saying. Then you have all these external things, right, that happen. So then it, they can shape shift in any given way, right? They're not going to be a, a constant reaction to all, all the different things happening outside you. So a boss might shout at you or uh, your partner might be giving you jip for not doing something um, that you should have done or your kids or whatever, or other external relations, or you're worried about the economy, that's going to create different things to show up in different ways, right? So it's yeah. like it, So to just not deal with it or not understand it or not um, think about it and keep it suppressed, 
means you're going you're going to react in a way probably that you're not even aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 what you have to then begin to understand. I was chatting with Nick and Jess actually about this yesterday. What you then have to understand is that your relationships that you have with people is not just one person with one person, yeah? It might be one of my darker sides is clashing with one of your darker sides and it's all happening on a subconscious level and if you're not aware of it, then you're you're not even really dealing with the issue that you face because yeah. you don't even know that it exists. Because yeah. you because 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 of shame, we hide from those parts so much, yeah. And I think one of the things that doing a lot of work on myself has helped me to do. I do it a lot on this podcast. I let a shadow part of myself come out to play here. This is part of why I do why I like doing the podcast. So a prime example is you know the cinema thing. Yeah. When you said you go to the cinema with your mates and I just sort of battered you for it, yeah. said it was weird. Now, if we didn't know each other that well and you said you went to the cinema with your mates, that shadow part of myself would go, that's a bit weird. And then I'd go, oh, cool. Do you go a lot? Yeah, oh, cool. No, it's not really something I do, man, but like fair play. Because that's how society wants me to be and how it's expected to be, right? Because we have an underbelly of safety here and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I recognize and know myself and sort of have tried to love all of the parts of my shadow parts of myself, I can let it come out to play. But when it, I got a lot of backlash for it online, it's because a lot of people shadow parts of themselves that they're not yet in connection with, were triggered by it. And instead of thinking, oh, he's just having a, he's having a crack, it's a podcast. They're all over it. You fucking, you know, I'm unfollowing you. You're being horrible. I want to jump on that. So... I've, I've seen places that people's shadows, when they point them out in other people, it's often what they don't like about themselves. Yeah. So maybe what you do on this place is like, you you don't shy away from like what, you, what your actual point of view is, right? Yeah. You say like, I want to go to the fucking cinema. Like that's weird. And at some deep level, some people kind of understood a part of themselves in hearing what you said, yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I think, uh, well, th there's another layer there that I think that you're talking about is sometimes if you can become really comfortable with those parts of yourself, it makes people uncomfortable because at a subconscious level, they're not comfortable they're not. with those parts yeah. of themselves. Yeah. Um, so where where does it begin? Like, when do we start picking up our shallow self? Is it from the the minute we're born? When does, like, when does it start to develop? In adolescence, in childhood this is the bit that where i'm probably not as clued up and i don't want to claim to be okay. um um as much as i am because i've heard some people say that it's actually just personality traits and they've always existed and they're always parts of ourselves i've heard some people say that they originate at different times of your life so at like i don't know five years old when i was experiencing what i experienced with my dad certain parts well, of myself may react have been to events around you all yeah 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 so I think like with everything, the truth is probably that it's a mixture of all of them. But what I do believe to be true is that once you get to like, say around teenage years, when you're fully trying to develop a sense of who you are in the world, we have created an environment and society that makes you turn away from yourself and try and look at what I need to be rather than understanding who you are. So we don't teach kids to understand themselves, do we? Mm. We no. give them a framework and a structure of society and say, you need to fucking Be figure out how to figure, yeah. fit in this. Yeah. And I think what most people do is go out and try and fit in that. And then at some stage in their life, at whatever age that that is, they realize it don't fucking work. And then they come back to themselves. Yeah. 
And that's why like, we'll often label people in their sort of 50s and 60s as being a bit arrogant and we're like, oh, they just don't care anymore. And that's because they've become probably subconsciously, not necessarily always through like actual reflective work, a bit more, I've lived my life. I don't really care as much what people think yeah. or how I interact with the world affects other people. I'm going to live my life. Yeah. Let me ask you something, right? So let's think about the listeners who go, um, that's just that's just part of me, it's who I am. It's like they, they don't see them as shadow selves or different or other things to consider. It's just sometimes they're grumpy, sometimes they're short, sometimes they've got a fuse, that's just who they are. What would you say to that? Like, uh, listen, the first thing I would say is if you're living a happy life, being like, ah, fucking keep doing it. Because yeah. I do think that sometimes actually, like I, I like, I can get too caught up in analyzing and I overanalyze and then I'm stuck in the work and I think I could do with all just shelving it all and just living my life a little bit. Um, but I do think that when, when we're not, when we haven't had the ability to be able to recognize those parts of ourselves, then they, they they are controlling us and and influencing us normally in a in a, in, a, in a negative way. Yeah. Um. And I think I think the reflection work is needed. Yeah. In a lot of instances, for a lot of people. So I think you talk quite a lot. You might not call it shadow self, shadow sides. I know we've covered it in this podcast a few times, but I think you talk quite openly about um you what you go through, some of the things that you know you think about. You're you're open and vulnerable here, but you know. For, for a lot of people, what they see is Josh, he's kind of got a public profile, he does this work, um, seems happy, seems like he's doing stuff in the world, like everything seems fine. W what would you say are your, if you're comfortable to share with them, like what are some of your shadow sides? So look, we, we, we some obvious ones to me, the, we talked about the football thing, yeah, earlier on. When yeah. I'm on a football pitch, yeah, I have less control over that kind of narky, horrible, it was basically, it's triggered I think when I play football because I know I'm not that good football ability. It's triggered triggered by I am not enough. And so when people give me stick, I know I, I haven't got the football ability to stick it to them. So I end up being narky and horrible and nasty. And in the moment on the football pitch, make no mistake about it, there's that shadow part of me that is thinking, I'm fucking, I'm gonna kill him. I wanna fucking knock him out. If I get near him, I'm gonna hurt him. Mm. Like, but those parts of me exist. So I either pretend and lie that they don't, or I'd be honest with you that they do exist, yeah? Another example is like, um, it's, it's, it's incredible really, because I talk a lot about, I think some of my understanding of toxic, horrible people comes with resonating and understanding my toxic, horrible parts of myself. You know, like how I can have like, uh, when I was reading that article you sent, it talked about like a, a sort of guru complex in there. I have to be really like, sometimes if I'm listening to people and they start talking, I think I've got something fucking way better to say than what you're saying at the moment. And you'll notice I talk over you sometimes. Cause that yes, I do. <laughs> fucking lot, yeah. But I, I have to, if I want to be nice and I want to be like in the space where I don't want to, I have to think about it. Fucking shut up, Josh, mate. You don't fucking know everything. Let Listen to them hear their point of view, let them have their space, and then maybe see if your point of view is needed or relevant here. Now, if I don't become aware of that version of myself, I'll never become a good listener. Mm. Yeah, I'll never be able to be there for people because I'll just talk over them. And that's why, by the way, I get restricted by concepts and by the way that people frame their experience. 
Because it would be easy for me to just say, I've got this thing that makes me talk over because my mind works really quickly. Sorry. That's just the way that I am. Or I could go, well, actually, let me try and fucking realize and do some work around that. And again, it comes back to what I said, the difference between the toxic, horrible person that I'm talking about and people like us and hopefully the main majority of people is that ability to be able to see at least some of these parts of ourselves and, and work on them to change them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you, talk, you talked about the, the not listening because I think, I don't think it happens all the time, but you can definitely spot it sometimes when you've got a lot going on or something that it mm. shows up more then. Like, yeah. So do you think shadow sides are um, more triggered by when you've got a loaded plate? Like, is it, are they most likely to show up or does it, is it unique to the individual and their circumstances? It depends on the part of yourself that's showing up, why it's showing up. So like, I believe that we have like protector parts of ourselves. So it's, there's something called internal family systems, which is a, like another framework and another way of looking at this kind of stuff. Um, and so it depends what brings them up, why they're there, what they're scared of, why those parts of myself are triggered. And the more that you can learn about those, the more that you can, um, keep a lid on them, but it takes a lot of work. So if I'm busy or stressed, I stop working on it. Yeah. And I'm quite, I'm quite manic anyway. Yeah. And I like, I'm quite like, if I'm like in it, I'm like, I'm fucking in it. I'm smashing it. Da, da, da. And then if I'm not, I'm like, man, I'm really yeah. down. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But that's so, but again, it comes, but it really comes back to that self-awareness yeah. and, and willingness, yeah. willingness to humble yourself. Yeah. And it is humble yourself. Yeah. What I, I've noticed a bit more lately than I have done for a long time because you've been on this upward trajectory for the last few years and I've sort of just, I've operated at that surface level. What I've noticed recently, I'm just gonna say this to you live on air, I haven't even talked to you about this, right? Is actually, I see sometimes the little boy Josh coming out with me sometimes, right? Mm. Which is, which is uh, more vulnerable, more like, mm. like second guessing stuff. And just, that doesn't happen a lot because we get, we get a lot of this like, Front-footed yeah. Josh here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that's through safety, and I don't even think it's explicit, but even just a couple of little moments recently where I went, oh, no, like, why are you thinking that? Where everything's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I would, if I didn't have all of these parts of myself and put the, like, <clears throat> suit of armour on in the morning, I wouldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Because that little boy is terrified of the world. That's the truth. And, like, that's why I, like, sometimes when people think that I have my shit together, I'm like, no man but i have a level of awareness of all of the parts of myself to be able to lean into them and use them to be able to go and do what i'm doing you know when we're on this podcast leah said to me the other day like when you've just chatted to him for an hour on a podcast what do you have to talk about and i'm like oh, it's a completely different version of myself sat on the podcast chatting to you than it is if we would go you know go and have yeah. a coffee in a minute and chat about yeah. it so but again it always comes back to that awareness. And I think what a lot, I think what a lot of people do is they go through life asleep and they're only aware of certain versions of themselves and they think that that's all they are. Yeah. And they're hiding yeah. a lot of themselves. You don't even, uh, you know, I sort of come full circle being mindful. I would say that I am one of those people that just thinks I oh, just, life's just, there to be gotten on with yeah for the longest time yeah i think in the last couple of years it's been shifting 
um, I've, uh, Chris, I was talking to, uh, uh, you know, my, my good friend and, you know, business partner. He, he was talking about near side and far side of shadows, right? Near side being the ones you're aware of and you sort of know about. Yeah. What you're talking about. And then the far side is like your blind spots that you're not even aware of. Mm. So if I had to put you on the spot for me, what do you think is a blind spot for me? Is that a fair question? Yeah. Um, I think you rationalize everything so you don't have to feel it often. Say, say some more. I think you make sense of things with your mind so that you don't have to move into your body and your heart and feel the painful difficulty of it. So you come up with a really good way of packaging it in a rationalized way that makes really good sense and it's hard for anybody to come back against when in reality, behind it is pain. No, you're wrong. I'm wrong. No, no, that was a joke. <laughs> joke. No, I think you're right, yeah. I've always tried to intellectualize everything. And yeah. Rationalize, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I think that's like a Western way of dealing with everything. The Western mental health conversation is built around, let's rationalize everything, uh, make logical sense of it, and all will be fine. I mean, hey, listen, I'm going to talk about feet again. No, but, I'm, no, but, the, but the point is the Western philosophy is let's just put tools and instruments in the way. Yeah. And all I'm saying is uh, what I was trying to make the point there is actually I want to use my body and my mind to heal for the long term. Yeah. Because otherwise that's, you know, so that, so anyone that wants to understand this a bit more, dive into it a bit more, dive into themselves a bit more, what can they do? Uh, do next in a you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we do a lot on this. Uh, we do a lot on this. Um, a lot of the work that I do is centered around this. All right, come on, let's, how do people get onto inner you? Uh, come and just see me on social media, mate. Join my mailing list and all that yeah. jazz. Yeah. But but uh, uh, look at IFS, look at internal family systems by a guy called Richard Schwartz. I think that's a brilliant way. There's loads of like... Okay, let me ask you a question, right? Because some people go, oh yeah, book, book on a course, read a book, whatever. What like what, What's the first thing they can do that, that there's no friction? Okay, ask yourself regularly, who did I just become in that moment? Oh, brilliant. So you do it reflectively, not yeah. proactively. So so you come away from a situation, you say, who was I? I know we're very strapped for time here. You say, um, who was I in that moment? And so what, you know, I can give you examples. When I first went into the corporate environment, I could come away from a corporate session and I could be like, I noticed that I really overpronounced all of my words there. Hmm. I noticed that I dropped a few names of a few different books that I read in there. Why would I do that? Why do I think I did that? Okay, well maybe maybe that was because in that space I didn't quite feel worthy, and so I was using my words and my intellect to show people that I deserve to be there. Do you understand? Yeah. So the more that you can do that, when I'm at football, who did I become? An angry person who pumped his chest out and wanted everybody to think that if they come near him, they, they could have a fight. I'm putting my hand up. I'm ask you a question. <laughs> Why am I doing that? Yeah, let me think about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, do you do it in the moment, like just as soon as you've come out? Of the I thing? do, but I fucking my head's million miles yeah. an hour in it i don't know if that's possible for everybody yeah. but in yeah. a daily reflection yeah i think you should you should always reflect back yeah because the other thing i've been sort of really like feeling into is journaling i've never done it yeah I've, but i know like you know there's so many benefits from it but actually even if you couldn't do it in the moment because sometimes you're still really heightened right the energy's still really heightened but actually if you're able to do a practice at the end of the day it says okay what yeah why did i show up that way do some reflections like understand yourself that could be a way to do it right and Three questions. 
and I'm going to make them up as I go along just so that we can finish on this. But the first question is, who did I become in that moment? So it, your end of day reflection, who did I become in that moment? Why did I think I become that? And what part of my body is activated when I think about that? Brilliant. There's three key questions for you. Amazing. Um, that now, can start your reflection. Now we're at time, right? Yeah. But we wanted to talk about collective shadow. We're going to bring that into the the in, next episode. The next episode. The next episode. We need actually, to do more I think, on this. I think we 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 have a, a a wider discussion around society that we want to talk about. Hundred percent. Next Perfect. episode. We're doing. But that. just quickly, just quickly headline what we mean by collective uh, shadow. Because we all have our own shadows, there's parts of ourselves that we're all hiding from on a societal level, there's massive parts of society that we're all hiding from and they're hiding in, when it comes to society in plain sight. Yeah, brilliant. And there's an impact to that in exactly. how the world shows up. Exactly. It's a great conversation, man. Enjoyed it, mate. On to the next one. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kai. Oh,